Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right, it is the Beer Show here on Score North and, of course, online. We are scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? We are not technically live inside of the TCL no. Broadcast Studios. We are in the brand spanking new Hubbard Broadcasting Podcast Studios because the boys down the hall are using uh, the studios for uh, NBA draft coverage. But we are here with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Ben is here this evening. Hello, Ben. Hey, how's it going? And the boys from Bauhaus Brewing Company are also here in studio. It's an action-packed show. First of all, what do you guys think of this studio? It's pretty sweet, isn't it? It's pretty it? swanky. Yeah, <laughs> we should do it here every week. <laughs> Why don't you uh, run that by management, and uh, we'll see what we can do. I'll get right on it. Okay, sweet. Um, so here we are. It's uh, We're smack dab, uh, at least I, I consider this smack dab, right in the middle of beer season. And what you guys do at Elevated I think is truly cool and unique in the fact that you highlight local, uh, not only just local, but really good craft breweries in and around the state, in and around the country, and you get people in the door to sample these great wares, and you get to do it for absolutely free. I think it's a really cool perk. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Ever since I started working here, it's it. I learn something new every day, every week. Yeah. Whatever. He was saying before he can get drunk like at work for free. Wouldn't that on be samples. sweet to be able <laughs> to like, do no that? No one every even day. says one word to him. About no, it. yeah. It's in fact, cool. it's encouraged. I believe. In fact, tell Ryan and Tom that I said that, that yeah. you should get bombed every day at work. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass it. Along. You'll run that by. Yeah, run that up the ladder. Right. Uh, yeah. So, if you are unfamiliar with that, uh, every single week they do they do that at the, uh, the the store in South Minneapolis is usually your Friday location, and of course it is this week from five to seven p.m. Uh, you get to sample uh, wares for free. Also, this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store, which is located at Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake, the Minneapolis store at Hiawatha and 42nd. So let's, uh, at Bauhaus, by the way, the uh, the featured uh, brew this week, I want to learn a little bit more about you guys because I know, I think I know quite a bit, but honest to God, every time I turn around, it seems there's something cool and unique happening with you guys at Bauhaus. Yeah, so we actually are approaching our five-year anniversary on July 13th. Happy anniversary. And thank you very much. Yeah. Five years is pretty insane. I mean, I can't believe how fast it's gone, and I can't believe how much work I've done. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and how much weight I've gained. <laughs> Talking about having beer at your ready at all, you know, at all times. But uh, Bauhaus is... Uh, me, my two brothers, both of their wives, and uh, my sister-in-law Lydia's father, mother, and sister. So it is a family affair. Um, it's a reality TV show just waiting to happen um, with the amount of fighting that it takes place. I was no, going to ask, talk about that dynamic in all seriousness, because if I was to attempt, well, first of all, I, I don't know how to brew. I, I know how to drink beer. I don't know how to brew beer. But if I was to try to go into business with my family, it would be a very short-run process. <laughs> I can tell you that right We now. all had to learn how to run a business together sure. and like, you know, be a family outside of it as well. You know, my sister-in-law Lydia is our CEO and she's really good about kind of keeping 
things in check between the brothers, sure. uh, especially me and my brother Mike sometimes can get a little agitated. But uh, no, we've we've been able to successfully do this and maneuver this business like as a family and maintain relationships outside of that, which is pretty cool, pretty sweet. And I want to I want to ask because I I think we had you guys on right about the time that you launched the first time you, you guys had us, came I on think, the show. Yeah, right. It, it was legitimately I think. The first month we opened, and I, it, because of the guys from Elevated, they were they said you got to have these guys on. That the, they're going to be the next big thing. So walk us through that timeline back five years ago, or even before that, when you first got started to where you're at now. Because you literally just showed me a picture, and it looks like bleeping Woodstock on your phone. <laughs> the, the, the the party that you guys had, but that it's got to be kind of cool to sit back reflect and also kind of enjoy that from from, from where you guys were to where you guys are at. Now. Yeah, definitely. Like so, one thing that we saw in the industry that was kind of missing when we came in was lager beer as a primary focus for a brewery. Um, Usually because it's a little more difficult to make, uh, requires more refrigeration, so more energy. And because they're like lighter beers, there's a a, a much larger chance of screwing it up or being able to taste, you know, screw up. So Mm -hmm. some people avoid it. We wanted to go head on and make lager beer because it's what we were drinking. Um, And we were already kind of having events and parties in backyards by ourselves and Bauhaus simply became an extension of that where we're still doing the same thing, but now inviting the public in. Um, and we always use the term inclusivity. We want to make sure everyone feels welcome at all times. And, um, you know, we kind of ramped things up in terms of music and live concerts. Um, as you, I showed you that photo yeah. from Art World, our liquid zoo festival. When was that by the way? That was May 18th, 19th and 20th. Holy yep. cow. That's yeah. really cool. And, yes, unfortunately, it was a little cold on the Saturday, but uh, people still came out. We had the Suburbs headline on Saturday. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a musician run by artists and, and – and, uh, or it's a brewery run by artists and musicians. So we really try to gear and have a lot of art-oriented uh, events and music events. I mean, you can't really skip over that when we talk about your brewery because your videos that you make for your launch of your new beers – are hilarious. <laughs> Who is the the creative mind behind that, or is that a team effort? Um, it's a team effort, uh, definitely. Um, I do a lot of the, I do most of the music for all the videos. Okay, and then conceptually, if and I makeup, co- I heard you do. Yeah, makeup. I do the makeup as well. <laughs> is the uh, is the music on Spotify at this point? And now? all our all our songs are on Spotify. Our, the Bauhaus Brew Labs album has hit Spotify. Really? <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. You should make everybody buy one. You know what you should do? This is great. Put it up on iTunes, and then every time someone buys a beer, they have to buy for 99 cents your album. Your album would trend, and you could potentially like say, oh, my God, our album is trending as a hot album. Somebody write this down. That's not a bad idea you know, because <laughs> you don't care if they buy for 99 cents. Right. But if you force enough people to, hey, go online, you get a you know, half-price beer if you buy our album for 99 cents, just something stupid. And then you could legitimately have – because you guys sell a lot of beer. Yeah. You could legitimately have like the number one selling album in a week. <laughs> it's not a bad that, idea. That would be Watch really, really fun, sense. actually. Yeah. Here's the part where he's going to ask for a cut. No, I don't yeah. even need it. I just want to be <laughs> – For the yeah, idea. I made that guy right. – That'll come back I, I made him a top 40 star is what I did because <laughs> everyone at his brewery had to buy an album. You know, that's not a half bad idea, but I am curious because there are you know 758 million liquor laws in the state of Minnesota. How does – would that even enter the realm? of, you know, because you, there's only so many things you can and can't do. That's a good question. You could we never really it. know what exactly yeah. is allowed. Is, a lot is, of is it the laws. ask for forgiveness rather than permission sure. exactly. kind of rule? Okay. Exactly. okay. I kind of like that idea because it's it cool. Is, the videos that you guys put up, I've watched. I don't, I mean, 
I'm going to be real serious. I could care less what people put up for their videos about their beers because they're self-serving, just like my videos are for my company. Yours are legitimately interesting and legitimately funny, and they're legitimately different. And I was like, oh, that's just so creative. I mean, we like to create content that doesn't necessarily even push a beer. Mm -hmm. We have a few commercials that we just made because they were fun to make. Absolutely. Um, And it's an extension of who we are as people. It really is. And it's it's an activity in, like, engaging the creative nature that everyone who works at Bauhaus has and allowing people to express themselves in a way that's like, if you got a great idea, we'll listen to you, and mm-hmm. we're stupid enough to see it through. <laughs> we'll even throw some money at right. it, probably. Like uh, last year, a year and a half ago, we <laughs> built uh, in our warehouse a recreation set of Raiders of the Lost Ark. No! And we did a six-minute like cut-for-cut remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark just because we were Trading out bottles for cans of one of our oh, beers. Oh, so, so, so it was the head on the, the thing, and then you had to put the weight on there. The, okay. replaced by That's the can. Oh. freaking brilliant. Yeah. Is the video still available? It sure is. You yeah, if anybody uh, wants to go to YouTube and just search Bauhaus Brew Labs, you can find all, all right. of them. Mike, you're on your own. I'm going to watch this. Video. That is go on really, a, uh, I mean, that's creative stuff. K-hole. That's not free. You don't just do that for free. That's an expensive little setup, I bet. It is, and it, but it's it's. You know, a lot of people might have to go to an outside source or a third-party mm-hmm. marketing firm or something. You guys have got that stuff. it's all in-house. We just have these connections just from the amount of people who you know work sure. work with us are all artists or, or you know involved in the scene. Um, so it does cost money, but it's it's fun for us and it gives us a competitive edge because it's something no one else can do. Yeah, you guys also had like employees or other staff involved in the video too, right? Like it's not just you guys, right? Or Oh, I mean, there's a lot of employees. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um so we try to involve every one of our staff members or try to get them into videos if they haven't been. I'm watching um, you right now, by the way. <laughs> Who did you play Harrison Ford? In this? I did not. My brother Matt not <laughs> yeah, only I was, say, Matt was, was it much, was it drawing straws? Ford. Is that how that no, works? No, no. They don't need a chubby Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> but Harrison really let himself go. No, it's Matt, like Harrison's must have owned a brewery for five years. Yeah. <laughs> no, my brother Matt actually kinda looks a little bit like him or you know, can pull it off. Or he likes to think he does. Or like he likes to think he does. All right, I'm, I'm seriously not trying to suck up, all right? So hear me <laughs> out here. How did you recreate... The, the scene itself is, is pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Where did you... You literally just said in, in the warehouse of your yeah, brewery? Yeah, we, we, we built it out. We, we actually built a, like, factory in one of our buildings that was a group of people. So we work with a company called uh, Urban Mountain, and they're our videographers. Okay. Um, and they're amazing. We've worked with them since the beginning of the brewery. And they came in with their people and their staff. And for three weeks, we built this set out. That it's made out so of cool. insulation foam. Okay. Because it's very realistic. Well yeah, done. Thank you. Really well done. Now I'm going to stop being distracted. Now I swear. I'm, I'm <laughs> now, you know, I feel it. like using him as a guide because my buddy who owns this uh, computing company, right? Mm-hmm. And computing company, he's going to do some advertising. I said, well, you know, congratulations to you if right. you say, hey, my computer company can help you with your computers. What would you suggest he do to do something great on radio for a computing company? Do you have any off-the-cuff ideas? Mm. I said, this was my idea, and then you, you make it better. Okay. I said, hey, if you're not a CIO or a CEO of a company, don't even bother listening to me. <laughs> and just drive, actually annoying people. Like, if you don't make the decisions on IT, go ahead and fade out for 30 seconds because I'm going to talk about computing. Right. But that seems kind of arrogant and, and mean. So maybe that's not what he should if do. If he wants to go for that exclusive slice. 
But right. he only just wants a CIO or a CEO to listen. Yeah. I'm like, well, you got to do something. I, I was trying to give him advice. Reavers, you're in the radio business. You should give him some advice. Kind he listens does. to this show. Okay. Uh, yeah. what, what exactly advice is he looking for again? He's, he's going to run some radio ads. All right. But he's, he's had the radio ad like... Um, thank you for selecting select computing for your no, computer no. needs. Right, it ain't gonna work. It, it, it's gonna require. I, I don't know. There's there's two schools of thought when it comes to radio advertising or or just advertising in general. Sure. It doesn't even be radio specific. But your your entire goal from step number one is to get them to remember who you are. So when people say your ad is so annoying, well, mm-hmm. you remembered what it, it was. Worked. Yeah. So it worked. Um, and I won't cite any specific clients, but you know. But I'm just sure. saying, if you remembered the ad, that means it worked. It means yeah. it was effective. When that, we say things like "why by new and slightly used" will do, right? That hasn't been on for years, and we all and know exactly and what that is. And you still remember what, yeah. exactly what it is. And it's the it's it's the the effectiveness, obviously, but it's also there. Some people say you need to repeat, 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 mm-hmm. repeat. I'm I don't know that that necessarily is the case because I think if your message is strong enough, then you you. Then that, that you want the people that are going to come in to buy your product. That's the ultimate sure. goal. So you know when I hear you, whether it's this station or others or whatever, I know that you know it, that this is Mike. That I gave it my all. You did, you know. yeah. And your one take. You're I'm the one only take, guy Michael. who can do one minute commercial in about fifty seconds because fifty <laughs> seconds in, I've lost all care. I just stop caring about it. Right. I'm no, right. I'm no point of authority, but I, I would just say that uh, when people do their own ads when they shouldn't. Yeah. That's another kind of negative. Well, this guy I'm owns Select Computing. I'll throw me. that word out there, Select <laughs> Computing. And he maybe shouldn't be the guy that's – he's very sure. nice and very friendly, but he needs to have an actress or an act, or he needs to pay Reavers to be the – Hey, go. I'm available. He'll throw you some free Select Computing work. See Reavers at GarageLogic.com. You <laughs> sent me an email today and I'm for hire. All Done. Right, let, let me reset here. Bauhaus Brewing Company is the guest here on The Beer Show. Courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. Uh, by the way, Elevated, along with Michael, has been a part of this show since day one, since we opened up this show uh, five or six years ago. Now, it's actually six years ago now, and uh, we're very happy to have them along. Uh, two tastings this weekend, Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location at 42nd Hiawatha, and Saturday at White Bear Lake on Highway 61 and 4th Street from 3 to 5 p.m. You can sample Bauhaus Brewing, and you get to do it for free. Now, I want to talk about your beer. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. Because <clears throat> because now we're doing it in a podcast, we didn't do it on live radio, Mike. I, I can cheat and say I did have this is spectacular. And I am normally not a Saison kind of person, but I was I, I'm hooked on fruit poncho and I want to hear more about it. Start talking now because this is delectable. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Fruit Poncho is uh, is quickly becoming a favorite around the tap room. I uh, can imagine. Although it's not going to be around for too much longer, so we can't fall too deeply in love. So literally uh, when people hear this, it's going to be gone. Uh, no, kidding. it should be around for a bit. should be around at least for the next month or so um, in tap room and uh, in some super select retailers like Elevated. Um but yeah, it's a saison, a petite saison, which is like a session strength. So uh, it's a little lower alcohol. It's at four and a half percent alcohol, um, and we're using a French saison yeast that dries out the beer like super dry. Um, so the base beer has basically no residual sweetness at all. It's just got this really nice um, kind of like bright, almost peppery, um, fruity kind of notes from the hops and the yeast. Um, that this we're using is in totally there. summer. Yeah. This is one hundred percent summer. Yeah, but then taking that really like dry beer and then um aging it and conditioning it on um on blackberry puree and lemon um just brings this big like kind of almost jammy sweetness to it. Um that 
isn't too overwhelming because the base beer is so dry. It rounds out. Yeah, it really just rounds everything out. Um, Taking this bone dry Saison, getting that nice big jammy sweet blackberry lemon flavor in there, and everything kind of comes together as a nice big party. You know, and and one of the things I I found interesting is, um, Mike, help me. Last week, uh, Brooklyn Brewery, uh, the, the name of the guy that we had on. He's been on a million times. Oh. Excuse me, Chris. Yes, we had Chris on from Brooklyn Brewery, and he was talking. He 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 made uh, a couple of beer craft cocktails for us, and how you know initially when that was kind of a fad, it, it died off because they weren't really being done right. But now there, some people are seeing it kind of make a comeback a little mm-hmm. bit, especially for summertime. And is it an insult to say that I I can totally see this as as one of those? No, you're having a million people come over. You want to you want to look really cool in front of whether it's your wife, your girlfriend's family, or whatever. This would be a perfect beer for a summer craft cocktail. Oh, absolutely! And we're we're kind of exploring that as well. Um, I'm a genius, Mike. Yeah. You, you are a genius. You well are, done. You guys are drinking short pants over here, which is our craft lemon shandy. And we just came out with a new cocktail uh, with Tattersall distilling. Oh, mm. God. And it's uh, poured over ice, six ounces of short pants, one ounce of Tattersall blueberry liqueur, and a slice of lemon. And it is a slice of heaven, man. It is. I bet that's what we call it. It's called Jorts. It's called Jorts. Oh, okay. You got to write that down. I got to write that gotta down. Get yourself some Jorts. Okay, so I need Tattersall. You said rum? Tattersall blueberry liqueur. Or I think it's just called blueberry. Yeah, it's called blueberry. Okay. And then six ounces of short pants over ice. If you want to be fancy, throw a little mint leaf in there. Okay. Mm. I'm writing all of this down right now because I, I literally want to start. I want to get kind of because I have a bartending background. I yeah. I this is totally something I want to try this this summer. Yeah. Well, so the, I'm writing that down. the fun thing about this one is the lazy way of doing it is just cracking open a can of short pants, taking a few sips, and then topping it back up with the blueberry. <laughs> there so you then, go. Then you're just carrying around the can, and nobody knows that you've spiked it a little extra. <laughs> uh, that's just your little secret. Um, yeah, and it's really delicious. Uh, I do it with their bootlegger as well, which is a citrus mint vodka, um, and that's that's also very good. So because Tattersall like, makes really yeah, good stuff. They're exceptional. Yeah, yeah, we really like those guys. They're right down the street from us. And oh, I suppose yeah. Yeah, so For it's sure. kind of a natural partnership. Um, they even made a, a whiskey with uh, the match from one of our beers before. Um, so yeah, and I was a former bartender as well, and I worked with like the majority of their staff as well. So yeah. maybe it's this, it's a small world, but it's also awesome to see guys going on and. And doing amazing things. Are we there yet with, you know, because I know we're there when people will walk into, you know, Bauhaus and they'll say, hey, I want to try X, Y, and Z. You know, obviously it's something they've had probably your, your regular go-tos, but they want to try something new. Are we seeing that yet with the craft cocktails? Like, hey, what can I make? Or are we not there yet with people just basically walking in the door or whether they're going to Elevate it or to Bauhaus or whatever to ask for those recommendations? Oh, well, let's Mr. Elevated here handle that. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll we'll get a few people. Uh, it's Definitely on the uptick. Sure. You know? um, nothing too specific, though. You know, a lot of people that come in are just looking for something new to try or something new to impress their friends, family, mm-hmm. whatever with. Okay. So we're not there yet. But, it, but are you seeing that in the tap rooms at all? I mean, in terms of we can't just a, do cocktails. Yeah, we can't in our do no, no, I know, I knew that, but but you know, for a, a guy like, like me, centric, yeah, cocktail. just just saying, hey, is it? Do you, are we not seeing a person looking looking for a recommendation, like leaving the leaving your tap room, going to Elevated, picking up supplies, then going home and making that? Is that is that happening yet at all at your tap room? I don't know if that. Not that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's just kind of a fun thing to try. Like, Got it. we don't take ourselves too seriously, so like, we're fine with like saying, yeah, let's make a cocktail with. Our 
our beer. Like this, a shandy is essentially already like almost like a cocktaily beer. It's, a, it's a it's a light wheat beer <laughs> yeah. in, infused with lemon, um, lemon peel, lemon puree, lemon concentrate. Like yeah, let's just play around with it. It's got all these fun flavors that compare well with different liquors. All right, the one we're talking about, by the way, I I, I think I mentioned it, but fruit poncho over the charts series, uh, the petite saison. I I did have a saison question for you two. Um, I always equate, whether right or wrong, Saison is almost kind of in the categories of sour, but it's not at all. Am I close? Or am, um, I, am, I, am I really far away? Or how dumb you're am I? You're not that far away. You're not okay. that far away. No. Yeah. Um, it's all about just like what They're that yeast nice is doing. Um, okay. And the, typically, uh, Saison yeast is like really quick fermenting and it dries stuff out a lot. It like eats more of the sugar. Um, and basically, it's called we, high attenuating. High attenuating. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big word. So when something's high attenuated, it means it has lower alcohol. It has lower sugar. Lower sugar, but oh. usually tends to Have translate to high. To drier lower. finish. Okay, not lower alcohol. Uh, I it mean, can. lower alcohol would be a low attenuation. So something okay. like a, a milk chocolate stout that has like a lot of sweetness in it. Okay. You might use a low attenuating yeast so that there's residual sugar left over. Okay. So it doesn't correlate to the alcohol content at all. Well, it can because the more sugar consumed produces more alcohol and CO2. Okay. Yeah, so basically it's always this equation of like how much sugar is in the wort, which is like pre-beer, basically the beer the liquid before it's fermented. How much sugar is in that and how much sugar will the yeast that we're using ferment out of it? Um, and like figuring that out is going to determine how sweet or how dry that beer is in the end and also how much alcohol there is. Because if there's more sugar to be fermented in um, in the wort, like in an imperial stout that's like a really viscous, sugary liquid, and we use uh, a yeast that can eat all of that, we're going to get a lot of alcohol out of that. Okay. But but see, I always say think that you know, even though the, there has been vast improvements with the sour beer category, it's a very polarizing beer. But I don't, I don't get that same uh, c- connotation with with the saison. Do I? Some of the farmhouse notes, like the the ester quality, which is the fruit quality of okay. fermentation. All right, um, that I can see that that likened to like a nice sour beer. But it doesn't have the like lactic quality okay. of a sour beer that is that you know front of the mouth puckering quality. Yeah. Um, but I can see where you can combine But sour beers are night and day compared to where they were even five years ago. True. Yeah, I mean, a, a big part of this change in sour beers is that um, kettle souring was frowned upon almost. It was just, like, not really seen as, like, a real sour. <laughs> really? Uh, Why? It People thought that it was just kind of a, a cop out because, oh, um, like, like okay, gotcha. you know, like old school sour beers, you know, they're soured naturally over time, you know, by wild bacteria. Um, and it's kind of an art form of like harnessing like this thing that we can't see in the air and like <laughs> making it turn a beer into this really complex, sure. funky, sour beer with lots of layers of flavor. Kettle sours are a little more straightforward. They're going to be just like nice and tart, nice and light, not really any of those funky, like farmy kind of flavors that can come with the more like natural aged sours um but people like that people like something that's clean and easy and tart one, I you believe know one of the terms is horse blanket yeah for describing yeah. a sour beer that has farm quality yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like blanket. any brett beers kind of get some of that like hay like like dirty hay kind barnyard of thing funk. Yeah, yeah barnyard yeah. funk yeah. Um, yeah. but kettle sours are just really clean you get that like lactic tang it's just really acidic on the tongue um kind of just like eating a strawberry like it's not all sweet it's kind of soured at the same time and that's kind of the same um type of sour you get from a kettle sour and that's what's so popular now people are taking these basic kettle sours putting a bunch of fruit in them and it's just a delicious fruity sweet beer 
That's nice. Uh, Bauhaus Brewing Company, the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Michael Fratelloni. Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, when I think of craft beer cocktails, mm-hmm. that's got you written all over it. it. You know what? I, I'm a cocktailer. You are. I like that. Yeah. And that's why I did. And you enjoyed the one we had last week. Absolutely. I enjoyed the concept of making it, right? Yeah. There's a little pageantry to making it. I think that's fun. I think Because you're that, all about presentation. Yeah. I, you know, these guys, I, I consider them... <laughs> Um, on the cusp of what's cool in beer. So what's next? What's that next beer that's going to be hot? Or or is it already happening on the West Coast and we just ha- haven't done it yet? There's here? some trends that are happening right now that Too are, many. Yeah, <laughs> but there's some, there's some overall trends that are happening that I think is where the future of at least the next year or two is heading. Um, lower ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to maybe not sacrifice taste, but a lot lower ABV. Um, I, you're seeing it, too. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely with you because you're seeing it in stores. But I'm sorry. Continue your No, no, no. It's yeah. just kind of that, that, that idea of the nation. So low down to like, what, four? Yeah, and yeah. below. More sessionable. Yeah. Yeah. I was just at Fair State the other night down the street from us, and they have a hoppy table beer at 3.8%. You're and kidding. it's delicious because I, I was already a few beers in when I got there, sure. and it was nice to be able to like have another one or two of those and be all right. You know where I'm from in Rice County? We call those cool-down beers. All right. Cool yeah. You've got to have yourself like, you a cool-down slow down down. <laughs> A coffee or one of the three eight beers, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, so I, but you're I, right, yeah. I kind of feel like it's a pendulum where where how things swing. You know, we went really heavy into high uh, high percentage IPAs mm-hmm. and really high percentage uh, barrel aged stouts, and now we're kind of seeing a swing back to moderation in terms of people might. I mean, it was the Mitch Hedberg joke? Like, I like rice because. Uh, when you want a thousand of something, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's like with beers, I don't want to just have two beers and all of a sudden be soused. You know, yeah. I, 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 it's a session. I want to sit and I want to have a few. You know, and uh, yeah, no one wants to go to a tap room to have one nine percent beer, right. and no one who owns a tap room wants anybody to come in and have, have one nine percent beer right, and exactly. say, "I'm out of yeah, here." We like to drink a lot of beer and we like to sell a lot of beer, sure. so we, oh, we tend win, to win. We tend to make some beers that are easy to be crushed. Yeah, we made a mistake one time. We had the cast of uh, uh, I, you got to remind me of the movie. Oh, uh, Super Troopers! We had the Super Troopers oh. cast of Bauhaus. Shut up for a meet and greet. Yeah, Ben was Sh- there. Shut up. Yeah. And ben was, ben was real sauce that night. <laughs> and, uh, what's, what's the connection? Help me. I, I, what, why am I from Minnesota's in that group, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Eric is from Eric. Minnesota. Um, I, I don't know his last name. Yeah, what is it called? The Lizard? The uh, Broken Lizard? Broken okay. Lizard, yep. So they came to Bauhaus, but we didn't know that it was being promoted on other radio stations. <laughs> like morning shows picked it up. And they're oh, like, no. you want to meet this cast? Oh, no. So we were trying to get rid of a beer. And it was called Uber Duber, and it's about 8.4, 8.5%. Oh, I think we're selling them for three bucks a 16 ounce can. Okay. And we had three people, 3,000 people show up on a Wednesday night. <laughs> and I mean, just having 8.6 beers. Oh. And, I mean, the police came. But I thought they came to, like, shut us down. They came and asked if they could meet the Super Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. I don't manage them. Sure. I don't know these guys. Go up there. You yep. should know what you should have done. Yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 10 bucks ahead. <laughs> oh, if you want to send them up to the pre-seat later, we'd really wow. appreciate it. That's pretty cool. So what do you think of this world of spiked seltzers and spiked uh, water? I mean, is that something you guys are going to try to jump into? It is. Yep, absolutely. Um, we've been planning on doing it for a long time. Uh, we're trying to find a way to do it up to a certain standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, p- people like White Claw and Truly, I mean, they're using a neutral base spirit 
uh, most likely from a distillation. Okay. And then back sweetening, uh, like adding sugar after and flavoring after. Sure. With using basically a brewing yeast, you get a lot of off flavors okay. that work in beer, but might not be very nice in a seltzer. Sure. So we're working with different yeast strains. We're working with a distiller's yeast right now to try to find a neutral base spirit made from uh, whatever yeast works out correctly to be, you know, the most uh, easy to sweeten flavor without, you know, sacrificing mm-hmm. our quality. Yeah, um, but it is the future. I mean, it, it's the fastest growing uh, consumer base right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I, pretty insane. I was at a bar at the Brainerd Lakes area this last weekend. And on the bar, there were 15 people, and seven of them were drinking White Claw. You're yeah. kidding. And I thought, wow, wow. that's huge. half the people are drinking White Claw. That's uh, that's pretty amazing when one company can – and White Claw is just the nothing of nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's whipping everybody. Yeah. Well, and Minnesota is yeah. a top state for that, for White Claw, too. Like, Minnesota just loves hard seltzers. There's yeah. something about them here. I think it goes great with Lake Life. Yeah, it's, uh, they're super easy to drink, yeah. like just what we were talking about. They barely t- – you can play golf with them. You can still boat with them and have a couple and not be out of it. Low calorie. Low cal. Yeah. It's not turning your teeth yeah. a certain color, like wine for women. <laughs> I know that, that sounds dumb, but no, a lot you're of people right. want to drink red wine because it changes the color the of the George teeth. Washington teeth? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I, I do want to focus back to uh, beers with you guys. We've basically touched on one of them in the 28 minutes that we've been at it here. Uh, Bauhaus Brewing Company, the guest, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Well, I, this is Lounge Wizard. Lounge Wizard. I want to hear more about it. Yeah, Lounge Wizard is a fun one. Um, you know, we were just talking about you know drinkability and crushability. Um, I love hazy IPAs as much as the next guy, but Guilty. what I don't <laughs> like about them is that sometimes I only want one or two. You know, yep. I'll throw on HBO, have one, and then like go to bed. Yep. Because um, my stomach doesn't always want more than that, and my wallet doesn't always want more than that. Because um, they tend to be you know high alcohol, tons of hops, and yeah, pretty high price tag on them. Sometimes uh, a lot of sugar too. Yeah, yeah. sometimes a lot of sugar. I mean, yep. you can throw throw lactose you know throw sugar in something and people are going to like it um but what we wanted to do with lounge wizard was make a more sessionable uh option that's still just as juicy so it's only 5.2 percent alcohol um so very easy to to have a number of i've okay. put my body through the paces i've no, i know that you can crush this <laughs> experience um, yeah body built by beer over here yeah. <laughs> um, but this one has a few different hops in it citra el dorado and idaho seven hops um and those hops to me, I'm getting a lot of flavors of like overripe pineapple, candied citrus. I'm um, getting like a little mango, um, but it finishes ridiculously clean because um, we're, we're actually not boiling any of the hops in this beer. So we're not like really dissolving the bitter acids from the hops into the liquid. So um, all of, we're just getting a ton of flavor from doing a lot of late addition hops and then two rounds of dry hopping give it just a massive aroma. It kind of jumps out of the glass at you. And so you kind of smell it and expect it to just wallop you, mm-hmm. but then you drink it and it's like oh that's kind of nice that's yeah, really nice wow. it's subtle yeah. it's yeah. subtle but very complex and speaking of going back to beer cocktails yes uh pouring this with like a dash of orange juice is pretty much the greatest thing in the entire really world. yes okay it's my new breakfast drink so. <laughs> the new mimosa you got it's a new mimosa <laughs> we also just have so much beer laying around at each of our houses that we kind of just, just get creative just tend to like hey what can i do with this today so it's, so is this to Ah, combats the wrong word, but to kind of ride the the, the, the the hazy IPA craze, or is it not necessarily that case? Well, we had a beer called Wagon Party that was part of our core lineup. Okay. It was a uh, West Coast-style lager, and after getting close to five years of business, we just kind of weren't seeing as much sales as we wanted out of it. Sure. And it wasn't exactly part of like the trend of where cool beers are right now. 
Um, so we had a uh, celebration of life. And we had a eulogy at the brewery and uh, flowers and, and... You said goodbye. Bon voyage yeah. to, to wagon party. Um, and that then made we... it feel weird a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, in a weird way, like, because that is when you opened, you had that beer, right? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, we're getting rid of this beer. Was it odd? Did it was that... odd. I mean, yeah. it was... But also, if you can't see a mistake, or not a mistake, but see something that needs to be changed mm-hmm. and evolve and adapt... Then you're gonna sit in mediocrity. For no, yeah. no, no. You're looking at this the wrong way. Now it's my turn to have the idea. Okay. Okay. When you guys get huge and famous, you're in, you're in 57 states. Here's what you do. Get it? There's more. There's not 57. <laughs> um, here's what you do. We got that. You bring it back. <laughs> Wagon wheel is coming back. They will. The Super Troopers will film their next movie at Bauhaus in honor of that. It'd be well, amazing. There's <laughs> definitely like two people online that are just like, bring back Wagon Wait, Party. Where and it's like, go? Well, if you would have bought more originally, we it would be still here. be here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, but Lounge Wizard, I think, is just a really good change of pace. It um, just kind of updates it to a style that is more uh, trendy now, I guess, or just well, this more, right more, up pe- my more alley. people yeah. like it. You know, like it's just what people want to drink now. Sure. Because craft beer has come a long way in the past five years. Um, so I, I think it we did it because, you know, it's like let's have something that's fun that people like to drink that will that something that we want to drink um, is important. Um, and now it's like just kind of selling extremely well. It's, so it's, like yeah. Fruit Poncho, is this going to be available for just a limited so time? So Fruit Poncho is limited. This is a new, this replaced Wagon Party as Got a you. year round. Okay. So this is a part of our new staple of core beers. Okay. Which if you're looking at my tattoo of Bauhaus that has Wagon Party still on it. Which yeah. isn't going anywhere, right? Well, that the that's the one that does get discontinued. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know that, but no, no, I meant it, the tattoo's, your tattoo's not, no, not going I anywhere. I feel like I gotta like. We're yeah. gonna pull out the stick Someone and poke to tonight here. here. <laughs> right now. Yeah. We're gonna the cover initiation. that up. Yeah. Some tattoo reconstruction. Okay, so Lounge Wizard will be available year round. Yeah, year round okay. in six packs. It's actually um, as of just a couple weeks ago available in our many pack, uh, which is our variety packs. Um, one of the products that is on sale at Elevated this month. That's right, Ben. Um, it's the beer of the month, is it yeah, not? It totally is. Yeah. All month long for uh, June. Yeah, that's the month we're in. Uh, you can get 12 packs of Wonder Stuff, Short Pants, and the Variety Pack for thirteen ninety nine, and uh, 12 packs of Sky 5 for fourteen ninety nine. Holy cow. So, okay, cool. It's yeah, a deal. It's yeah, a steal. That, that mini pack is our most single most popular item because it's just a really nice mix. It's like a, the perfect, like, I'm just going to a party. I'm going to grab this. Everybody will be happy because it's got a Pilsner, super light. It's got a black lager that's like dark but still super approachable because it's got a really light body it's got this uh the lounge wizard in it and then it's got sky five or ipa for the classic hophead i should say this too just because a lot of people recently are are being very surprised when i tell them our naming archetypes at bauhaus sure of where we came up with our names so basically every one of our beer titles is the concept of a german man trying to speak english and getting it incorrect <laughs> okay <laughs> so something is wonder stuff instead of wonderful so it's fun to stuff you went oh. to he had a good time stargazer instead of a skyscraper look at all the stargazers in the night sky oh i like wagon it wagon party was my favorite because i always imagined it as a, someone going to a tailgate party like we went to the wagon party at a vikings game <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah. that I like the explanation. Give it to me again. It's a German man trying to speak English. Is so that wait, and just where totally does Lounge Lizard it? come in? Lounge yeah. Wizard. Lounge yeah. Wizard. I'm See, sorry. we get that okay. all the time. It's, yeah. it's a playoff Lounge all Lizard. Week, like a Lounge Wizard. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There we go. Oh, I am totally that's stealing See, that's that. Brilliant. They're so creative. I'm so We're just weird, that. man. No, you're creative we and it's cool. No, See, we just have stupid ideas, and then we have people stupid enough to say yes to those ideas. No ideas are stupid. We learned that in school. This is not true. 
true. I'm going to tell you that. All right, so you, you talked about the year-round beers. Let's talk about some of the the other beers that we can find year-round for Bauhaus Brewing Company as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, so my personal favorite beer that we make, the one that I always have in my fridge no matter what, is Wonder Stuff. Um, Wonder Stuff is our Pilsner. It's just really crisp, really dry, super refreshing. Um, to me, it's like when I don't know what's going to hit the spot that usually hits the spot. Um so it's just kind of what I always have in my fridge. It goes with any meal that I I can have, any that I can figure out how to make. Um, my craft beer nerd friends like it, and my hams drinking friends like it mm-hmm. as well. Um, one of those few beers that my dad and I can agree on, so that's always important as well. I have a, I have a, a sampler pack question for you guys as brewers and you as a retailer. Are we in sampler pack season because it's we're going to this guy's house or that grad party or whatever, or or are sampler packs fashionable year-round? Or is it a yes and yes question? I think that's a yes and yes question. I think samplers are, are becoming more popular year-round. Okay. Um, it's not as much of an investment as a single six-pack of one flavor. Mm-hmm. It gives you a chance to have, you know, uh, see somebody's, you know, one thing I really enjoy that Surly does, which I'm giving them a big compliment, sure. is they have seasonal samplers. Yes. Which is really cool. I agree. Um, and I like that ability to, if you don't want to make that investment of having, you know, one six-pack or one four-pack of 16-ounce, it's have a variety pack. You know you like a few of them, but there's one you want to try. And then you have that, and you're like, oh, I really like that. I'm going to go back to the store and get a six-pack at this time. Yeah, I feel like a, a big thing like that myself and a lot of other craft beer drinkers run into is they buy a six-pack of a beer, and then there's three cans of beer of that six-pack that are just kind of sitting there for the next month sure, or two. Sure, sure. Um, so, like, Elevated, I live right down the street from Elevated Minneapolis, mm-hmm. so I go there and I can buy singles of, of whatever I want and yep. just get one. Um, but with the variety pack, if you know if you're not at as nice of a store as Elevated, you can just grab a, a mini pack and here you try all four of the Bauhaus beers. Let, let me ask this because you guys are deep in the highest quality beer made in Minnesota, and I think you guys kind of are a brewer's brewery, right? Mm-hmm. So other brewers, when they get done brewing beer, they're coming over to you guys to have beer, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you guys go to drink outside of your brewery when? Many of them are coming to see you guys anyway. Miller. <laughs> no, I, uh, what other great – I mean, you said you were at Fair State. Yeah, I go to day. Fair State all the time. I love that place. Okay. Um, they are another brewer's brewer. Brewery, yeah. um, where they do make great They're beer, doing right? a lot of yeah. like just weird stuff mm-hmm. that like – Everybody loves what Nico's doing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, just a fantastic like conceptual brewery uh, out of northeast Minneapolis. Like They're doing a lot of just weird stuff. They have a really nice range of different beers, and they're all knocked out of the park. So Northeast is really great, by the yeah. way. I mean, you guys, that whole insane. area is, is just – it's spectacular. What I literally, when I have friends that come here, and they, they all, of course, want to go to see Surly because that's what everybody equates Minneapolis beer to. But I say, hit up Northeast, mm-hmm. hit up Northeast, and you won't, you aren't going to go wrong. Yeah, we've right. got a, we've got a big old parking lot parked there. Walk over to Indeed, walk down to Able, you know, walk up to Fair State, or yep. go Social to Dangerous Man, works. Sociable, Six One Two. I mean, you can throw a rock and hit a brewery. Um, and you know, there's just different pockets of other breweries popping up, like over in uh, in St. Paul down the street from here. I've um, got a bunch of them. Uh, I I like to go down to uh, Wild Mind in South Minneapolis. They're doing some really extra weird stuff. Lo- lots of cool. I'm unfamiliar. Um, cool What's it called? Wild, Wild Mind. Mind. Wild. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're doing lots of uh, mixed fermentation stuff. Lots of really experimental. Um, Oak aged beers. Um, really fantastic. Definitely worth checking out for anybody like deep into the K hole of. Craft beer. And I I gotta be perfectly honest, there's nothing wrong with an old style. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's always a rack of hams at my house. Are you a Cubs fan? 
I'm that, not a Cubs oh, fan. Oh, okay. I thought, is that a Cubs fan? Are you dropping that? Okay. Although my favorite, uh, uh, what's the announcer's name again? Harry Carey. Yep. Favorite quote he ever had that I, I've seen a thousand times when a, a batter hit it directly up to the catcher, and he just goes, that would have been a home run in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty still good, always Carey. be my favorite quote from Harry Carey. <laughs> well, it, I got to say, too, is like, you know, you guys are talking about like all the breweries, like just throw a rock, there's a brewery. I mean, if you haven't been to like your guys' space, too, it is awesome. You know, we were talking about the Super Troopers event and you know, the upcoming five-year anniversary event. Like, if you have July 13th. Yeah, July 13th. If you haven't really visited it, do it. It's such a cool space. It's a it's a party room for sure. Like, there's we have emblazoned above our bar in neon the German phrase Gemütlichkeit. Um, and it doesn't really have a direct English translation, but it's this general feeling of uh, camaraderie and kinship and well-being um, and connectedness. And it's what we want radiating out of our tap room at all times. And you can drive by our tap room from the back and you can see that neon sign, you know, shining out at night. Yeah. And um, you can walk into our parking lot and you can just kind of feel it. Like it's just this energy in our tap room. And like it's what made me fall in love with Bauhaus before I worked there. Um, I worked at other breweries and I always ended up at Bauhaus for drinks just because it just felt really good. The best part um, of that whole story is there's some German listening to this right now and saying, oh, he said Gulmutskakleit. Yeah, all funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't pronounce it He didn't know how to pronounce yeah, we'll it at all. we'll have to talk to Gerhard about that one. <laughs> right, yeah. You gave the subtle mention. That's not good enough. July 13th. Let's talk about the anniversary party. Uh, yeah, so July 13th, our five years of awesome, our anniversary party uh, cool. Saturday is going to be a big deal. Um, we kind of gear our anniversary party I think the influence is Caddyshack 2. So it's very Caddyshack much. Caddyshack 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not one, two. Two. With I Jackie didn't know Mason. Was another one. <laughs> Jackie Mason, you know. Yeah. And uh, no, just like Carnival S. So, I mean, we have a giant, we have giant inflatables. We have Hangry Hangry Hipsters this year, which is. Human hungry, hungry hippos. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to get way too drunk and try that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have music all day. We've got a DJ stepmom playing from 12 to 5. Um, 5.30, we have the Gentlemen's Anti-Temperance League, which is this crazy gypsy jazz group. They're really cool. And then Purple Funk Metropolis uh, at 7 o'clock will be doing their best Minneapolis funk. And then my band, Viva Knievel, will be playing at 8.30. And I want to speak for Mark so it doesn't sound like he's bragging, but Viva Knievel really is like the best cover band that I've ever seen. That's cool. Uh, you <laughs> I've heard you. things. Yeah, it, uh, it makes a lot of old white people groove in really funny ways. Excuse <laughs> me if I miss this part. A ticketed event? Uh, it's a free event to the public. Free event to the public. Yep. Oh, spectacular. Bring your family, bring your dogs, and we'll have a dog park as well. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a celebration and for, for what we've built. Um, That's cool, and we just want to make sure everyone's there to celebrate with us. All and right, you can so hold thousands of people. Yeah, you can. Well, we saw right, the photo yeah. of it. All right, so before we run out of time here, I, I promised Joe Sushere, I promised the mayor today that I would ask you guys this question because he said I need the bleeping answer to this right now. So <laughs> I have beer experts in here, and I need to know what the answer to this question is. Are you ready? We got an email from a listener to Garage Logic. Uh, I believe it was this morning. Proper serving temperature for any beer with a fuller body than a Pilsner from any country, any premium lager such as a Stella, PBR, blah, 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 is around 50 degrees. I myself do not generally care for IPAs, porters, etc. at that temperature, but a flavor at its peak at that temperature. As far as pouring beer, pay attention, everybody. You too, Fratelloni. Got it. Pouring beer, this is something that drives me crazy. Virtually no one in serving you a beer executes properly. Beer naturally generates a certain amount of CO2 through fermentation, particularly once it is 
once it is a seal, once it is sealed in a vessel, excuse me, such as a keg, bottle, firkin, etc., uh, beer is supposed to be carbonated. That's why CO2 is incorporated into it. How many times have we heard someone complain of flat beer, yet many times in America you are served a pint with no head and filled to the rim of the glass? This is far from respecting beer and how it should be served. So here is my question to you. How is a beer supposed to be perfectly served in a glass? Go. However you like it. That is not an acceptable <laughs> answer. <laughs> There's a lot to so, unpack in there. Thank you. No, but that's, that's yeah, why I no, wanted to ask. So either if you're pouring out of a faucet or you're pouring out of a can, you want to hold about 45 degrees. You mean faucet is in a tap handle. In a tap handle. Got you. Okay. You want to hold it 45 degrees, and you want to give enough room. You don't want a super slow pour where no CO2 is escaping. Okay. You want to form a one-inch head on the top of the beer. Got it. Two, re- about two fingers of head on the top. Yeah. Okay. Two, two reasons that for that. super dirty. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> two reasons for that. That's what Number one, yeah. you want the expressive uh, nature of the CO2 bursting to give nose to the beer. Yep. And then two, if you pour a beer as slow as you can to not release any CO2 and then you drink it, all that CO2 is now in your stomach. See? Okay. And That's why you burp constantly if you, like, chug a beer straight out of the can. Got it. So you want to pour it out a little bit to release a little CO2 to not only give a more vibrant nose to the beer, but also be uh, not exploding in your stomach. That is a fantastic and perfectly acceptable answer. And as far I, as the temperature goes, I mean, it really depends on the style. Like, see, 50 degrees? I can't. See, that's not that warm to me. Like, really? Like, okay. if I'm drinking a stout or if I'm drinking, like, something that's got a lot of okay. uh, sweetness in it, usually, like, if you, next time you have, like, a, a stout or an imperial stout especially, Drink it very slowly, like drink that like you would smoke a cigar, like over the course of an hour. And then just kind of let it warm up. And as it warms up, you'll get different flavor notes popping out. The colder the beer is, it's going to mute some of those flavors. Um, but some styles, you want that. It's kind of like if I'm drinking a ham's warm, that's, yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> cold. You know? <laughs> I, you know? I used uh, to hang out with a guy who was from Germany, and people would bore him, pour him a beer here in Minnesota with no head, and he'd send it back. He'd say, nope. It's not right. Like, really? Yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? But even like, just a domesticated light? Yeah, he just, if it didn't, no if kidding. it came out of a tap and it didn't have a head in it, he's like, it must be flat. Well, I don't it, know what you're doing. Well, there's also a weird thing where Americans look at an inch and a half of and a head. And they think they're getting screwed. And they think they're getting screwed yeah. out of that beer. Yeah. It's like, number one, it's going to turn into beer. The beer. It mm-hmm. is beer, just in yeah. the foam form. Yeah. You know? um, and number two, it's, it's, it's technically how a beer is supposed to be poured. Mm-hmm. But I think the... The uh, Brewers Association, like last year, a year before, said now it could be half an inch uh, if if it needs to be. Okay, yeah. to be acceptable. To be acceptable. But. That was spectacular. That's exactly what I wanted out of that question. So thank you, gentlemen. Um, all right, so we are out of time. But I, if people want to find out more information about Bauhaus, all your cool events, all the cool happenings with Bauhaus Brewing, everything's available online and in social media, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Instagram, at Bauhaus Brew Labs, Bauhaus Brew Labs on Facebook, BauhausBrewLabs.com. Well, yeah. here is to five years, and here's to five more, boys. Cheers. Cheers. You know you have big fans here at the beer show. Thank you. Uh, and also, tastings this weekend, Ben, uh, Friday in Minneapolis, Hiawatha and 42nd from 5 to 7. Saturday, White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. Try Bauhaus Brew and do it for free. Heck yeah. yeah. And if you have any questions, feel free to hit us, hit us up, too, on uh, social media, Elevated BWS for Minneapolis and Elevated B, uh, WBL for White Bear Lake. Yep, you guys are all very active on social media. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Talk to you again very soon, Michael. Thank you. Reavers, you're the best. You know what? You are right.
I am the best. Thank you very much. If you missed any portion of this program, I don't know why I'm doing that, because the only way they were going to be listening to this is via the podcast anyway. That was a fun episode, boys. Thank you very much for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having Thank us. You, you got it. Uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of The Beer Show. You can find more online at scorenorth.com. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. Until then, cheers. Cheers.